You probably remember my vocation story by now. Maybe some of you can say it. Uh, um, but when, again, when I was in college, I hung out with the Baptist campus organization called the Salt Company. After a couple of years, I knew what fundamentalist Christians believed, why, and I could support my arguments with the Bible. After seven years of Catholic education, another six years of religious side growing up, uh, yes, my mother made me go even when I was an, a senior in high school. I knew what Catholics believed, but I could not tell you why, nor could I give you arguments from the Bible. It got to a point where I physically hurt. I knew that Jesus had died on the cross for my sins, but I didn't know what to believe beyond that. Were the Catholics right? Were the Protestants right? Were the fundamentalist Christians right? I wanted to belong to denomination A, if denomination A had more truth than the dom denomination B. This discernment was almost too much. In my weak moments, I wanted to give up on Christianity, but I knew I couldn't. I couldn't give up on what I knew to be true. I couldn't give up on Jesus, on God. In the first reading, Ahaz, king of Judah, king of the southern kingdom, is afraid of the Assyrians. So instead of trusting in God to protect him and his country, as Isaiah tells him to, he makes alliances with the Assyrians. He ends up taking up the religious practices, at one point even sacrificing his son to the foreign god of Moloch. So in today's reading, it sounds good when Ahaz says, I will not ask, I will not tempt the Lord. When Isaiah asks, tells him to ask for a sign that God is with Ahaz. However, Ahaz doesn't want a sign because of humility before God, but because he has already made plans to make alliances with the enemy. Ahaz gives up on God. Isaiah says that a sign will be given to him anyways. The sign will be that the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. This prophecy, this sign, is obviously fulfilled in Jesus. In college, I thought about giving up on God. Ahaz, the character from our first reading, does give up on God. In today's Gospel, in Matthew's telling of the coming of Jesus, Joseph, the husband of Mary, almost gives up as well. Joseph is betrothed to the amazingly humble woman named Mary. We know that Mary is awesome because we know that she was immaculately conceived. That is what we celebrated on December 8th, the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, a holy day of obligation. God is outside of time, so God applies the graces of the cross of Jesus Christ, Mary's son, to her ahead of time. Mary is immaculately conceived. She's given the grace at the moment of her conception that souls will receive when they get to heaven. So Joseph was devastated when he found out that this amazing woman that he was betrothed to had somehow gotten pregnant. 99% of the time, there is only one way a woman can get pregnant. To his credit, Joseph still loved Mary, and so decided to divorce her quietly. At the time, people who had sex outside of marriage were dealt with quite severely, sometimes involving death. But then an angel appears to Joseph and explains that this pregnancy is unlike any pregnancy that has ever happened. 
Quote, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Joseph wakes up and takes Mary into his home. Can you imagine the ridicule that Joseph must have received? What if you, one of your guy friends told you that his wife to be was pregnant not by him, but not to worry. She didn't cheat on your friend. Though your friend's wife to be was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Knowing myself, I'd probably first and uh, I'd probably be first in line to make fun of my friend for believing such a tall tale from his wife to be. So where Ahaz fails to trust in God and God's plan, Joseph succeeds. Joseph trusts in God's plan for Mary, for himself and for the child that she is carrying in her womb. God didn't give us a religion that is easy to follow. God didn't come to give us an easy life. No, God came so that we might choose Him, Jesus Christ, and thus we see the salvific, the saving grace we need to get to heaven, to become saints. This often comes through trials and hardships. This is just the way it is in our fallen world, in a world where our souls still have a natural pull towards the good, towards God. But the pull of evil is a constant threat. Look at St. Paul. St. Paul says he is a slave of Christ Jesus. Obviously not a slave in the actual sense, but in the sense that out of love for what Christ had done for him, St. Paul has to share the gospel with others. This devotion to Jesus Christ landed St. Paul in jail, to be shipwrecked, and eventually to be martyred in Rome. Despite all his hardships, St. Paul always trusted God with his life. Again, we fail the Holy Spirit time and time again. Like Ahaz, we often trust in the constructs and ways of the world more than God. It is easy not to give God our lives, to trust Him first, to trust Him with the gift that He first gave us. Using our free will, God wants us, desires us to give our lives back over to Him. God wants us to trust Him with our lives. Again, Ahaz failed at this and instead relied on the foreign enemies, the Assyrians. He ended up betraying God and worshiping the false gods of the Assyrians. In contrast, St. Paul and Joseph rise to the occasion. When confronted with the easy way out, they choose the hard way to stay true to the path that God had asked them to walk. As we enter into this last week of Advent, I invite us to turn our lives over to God in an ever greater and deeper way. Surrender your lives to God. Instead of trusting the ways of the world, trust in the ways of God. Isaiah prophesies that the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. Matthew repeats this verse from Isaiah. Matthew explains that Emmanuel means God is with us. Why can we trust God with our lives? Why should we surrender our lives to Jesus Christ? Because He loves us and is always with us, even when He does not feel close. Again, as we enter into this last week of Advent, as the final preparations are made, remember not just to remember the reason for this season, which is Jesus Christ, but take time to surrender everything to the Lord. We are, when we are humble and moldable, 
God tends to work things out even better than we are planned for. Trust in God. Surrender your lives to God. Psalm 37, 4 and 5 says, Find your delight in the Lord, who will give you your heart's desire. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He will act.